right now. And it has to do with how we spend our money, how we use the four elements intelligently to not only get what we need out of life for our health, but how to subdue our enemies with our behaviors. But that's another topic for another day. Are there any questions at this point, Baba, that you are aware of? Or can I go and share my screen? How are you feeling about this, Baba? Where are we? Yeah, you know, I can just talk for a whole two hours on this topic. I'm so obsessed with it. all the time you want, my sister. <laughs> yeah, but are y'all with me? Yeah, yes, <laughs> Open up the mics. Let me see if people are with me. If, if I may, if I may, if I may, if I may, yes, if I may, my sister, you ask if we are with you. I happen to be president general of UNI ACLRC 2020. Not only with you, appreciating the gift that you're giving, because one of, and I will speak to this a little bit later, one of our mottos is African women lead. So lead, my sister. Okay. <laughs> I want to feel like by myself. I just wanted to check in real quick. Because, <laughs> you know, one of the things, um, you know, and I, I have my son. He's 25. He's one of my precious gifts to the world. But, you know, when you go, you're, my son's like, Mom, you just talk. You just talk. <laughs> He's like, I just want to make sure that, you know, someone is feeling what I'm saying, right? Because I, I can't really see all spaces and I'm trying to keep track of notes and, and at the same time. So I just wanted to know that, you know, people are, are here with me, that, that this is making sense, right? <laughs> okay. So here's, here's clouds what's going on. Clouds of witnesses. We're here. Oh, okay. Hey. See, I can't even see. All I can see is Baba Mosey and President General now. Um, and Mama, is that Julius Mc? Uh, that's all I can see on my screen. So I just, uh, you know, I'm just thinking on time. <laughs> okay. So I want to have fun and I want to honor your time. And I'm speaking to my audience because I know I'm in front of a bunch of powerful, obsessive Garveyites, right? So when Baba Mosey gave me the opportunity, I said, hmm. I really want to make this special. I want to hone in on things that are important to the UNIA. And so I did some additional research. I got all my books here. I got Race First. I got Garveyism. I got Selected Writings. I got the message to the people. So I pulled out all of the resources that I had. And I said, what else does Baba Marcus Garvey have to say to us about the four elements, about health? And I found some really, really, really interesting. Yeah, small box today. What did I say? Yellow beaver. So very powerful insights that I want to share with you. And how this book is really a tool for Garveyites, especially fathers, but especially mothers. But I guess the vision that I have in my head around Garveyism and around the deep, you know, colonization of our bodies with, with the behaviors that are literally destroying our children, our daughters in particular, is that I envision a world where, much like a beautiful Ethiopian girl by the age of 14, is required, expected to know how to make these beautiful clay pots. And not for art, the kind that are feed her family. Like little girls in Ethiopia right now are making clay pots for coffee, to cook in, and they're going outside in the ground, they're molding the earth <laughs> with water, and they're pounding, and they're, they're lighting it with fire, and they are shipping these things out all across the world. 
our daughters need to have a body of knowledge. And I personally believe and know as a little girl, that's right, Tinda, as a little girl myself, that if someone had explained to me what I had to learn the hard way about men, about my body, about what I deserved as a woman, about how I should honor and respect my temple, I probably would be a much more powerful woman, a powerful woman. So I say that to say that fathers, your role in this is so very and vitally important because you will set the tone and set the standard that will literally create or imprison your daughters for the rest of their lives. Your presence and your intentional knowledge about your concern about her body and about how she feels about her body and how she operates within her body. Like when I was when I was in junior high school, I was a real tomboy and I I was like I was like wanting to play football. Like my teachers were nurturing this, right? They were like, oh my God, I won the presidential physical fitness award two years in a row. Like I was on this thing. And I got to play football with the boys one time. And I was just knocking those little boys out. I thought I was really something. Cause see, I was lucky. I was dodging. I didn't know power of voice. And so I was training and And then one day my principal said, you will not play football at our school with the boys. And ooh, every piece of rebellious fire lit up in me and I was like you want to deny me my rights because I'm a girl you know and I was just like oh no we're on board so I went to my mom and I was like your mom this lady wants to not let me play football with the boys just because I'm a girl and she was like you know what you know what that's not right and so the whole time my dad he just wasn't saying anything now, interestingly enough, my dad is from Jamaica, my stepfather, right? But I call him my father. He was from Jamaica. He was never saying anything. I guess in his mind, he was thinking, you know, the principal is just going to take this away. I'm not going to really have to say anything. So when he heard that we were actually considering to get a lawyer, he cleared his throat and he said, I'm going to say this one time. You will not play football with the boys. The conversation was over. I had so much respect for my father. I felt I probably was trying to impress him because he was watching football every Sunday. But when he said it, all of the fight left me. Now remember, if one of the teachers had said it, I was ready to go toe to toe. But when my father, when dad said, you're not playing football with the boys, the conversation was over. Because I had so much respect for that man. All he had to do was express any kind of disapproval. And it was like, oh, you don't want this? You should have, why didn't you say something earlier? We could have been, you know, over this whole cause. In in other words, my dad's opinion of me was so important. I could only imagine that if he had the kind of knowledge that, that could have ushered me into girlhood, into womanhood, that, you know, I would have not held secrets from him. I didn't know. You know that there were certain things that he was supposed to protect me from right and so when he got his truck and moved out and out of the way it was something shifted 
And so I was kind of like on my own in the world with this whole thing with Ninja. But I'm saying this to you to hopefully inspire you that if there was ever a time for you to be okay getting caught reading something feminine like this in public or private, this is the time. Because there's a body of knowledge in here that you must equip your daughters with that is completely consistent with Garveyism, with freedom, with health, that's rooted in history and culture, and that looks towards the future. It is a conversation piece that you can use to educate and equip yourself about what happens in the woman, woman's body that takes her from a, a fetus into a grown woman capable of re replicating herself, right? And then at the same time, our sons can learn about this system as well because I'm teaching our daughters before you go and do anything to your eyes, right? Do you know what this is? Do you know your eye operates like a camera and that there are operations happening like the fastest muscles are in the eye that allow you to blink, right? And that this, this mouth is so much more than just a piece of instrument that allows you to eat and speak forms the structure of your face. It defines how you will look to the rest of the world. It it's loaded with cartridge cartilage and muscles and bones and saliva. It correlates to the water element. This correlates to the fire element, the ear. Seemingly insignificant, but that, do you know that the first three letters of the word ear is earth? I didn't notice that until I started writing this book. Not that they are etymologically connected, because that's important, but it was like a little guidance because the ear deals with vibration. And the earth is a vibratory entity, and therefore it makes sound. And even though we can't hear it because we are limited to a, a range of hertz between 20 and 20,000, but what I'm talking about to our daughters and sons in the book is the fact that there is physical hearing but there's also spiritual hearing. This is what Mother Harriet Tubman relied on when she was confronted with a man who presented himself as an abolitionist and she had to make a split second decision. Is this a real abolitionist that can be trusted or not? She was calling on a higher form of the element. This corresponds to the air element, the ear the earth and the vibration. So all of this is usually so simple, but it's making sense. And the nose, which corresponds to the air. So we have right on our face, fire, air, earth, and water. Fire, in a scripture that says, the eyes are the lamp of the soul, that means light. Light represents fire. Our womb has all four of the elements, air, fire, earth, and water. In fact, Interestingly enough, right here, behind our belly buttons, scientists have unearthed, if you will, a, a series of nerves that look very much like the burst of a sun. You ever see the picture of the sun like this and it has the rays around it, that, that depiction? That's what these nerves look like. So much so that they refer to it as the solar Plexus. We are literally walking around with a central sun, which represents the fire elements in our bellies, each and every one. That's what Dr. King was saying when there's a fire that no water could put out. That's the passion for freedom. That's the passion for purpose that drove the UNIE to existence that 
me, the Honorable Marcus Messiah Darby, do everything that he could. There was a fire there that no water could put out. Interesting stuff, right? And your feet.